see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. What has your panties in a wad? Barry? Oh, so now you're not talking to me? Well, no, I'm here. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, we log in and we find out you are in another Zoom meeting. Yes, I was assisting oh, my no, mother. No, 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 no. I want to I know, know what other fucking podcast are you? <laughs> uh, the wow. one that I share with my mom. <laughs> What is this like in the kitchen with? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that would be it. That's where I would be is the kitchen. Anyway, no, I was helping my mom. She woke. So I, I got up. And as soon as I got up, which was like at maybe 12, um, she sent me a message. And like, if she needs something, she'll like what at me and says, you know, oh, are you awake? Because she knows I like to sleep in on the weekends. Uh, so she had an issue and I've been on zoom assisting her with that issue since, uh, let's call it 1230. And I literally just got off of that call with her. So my bad. I mean, I'm still on time or early because it's before our record time. It's 158. And to be early. Oh my God. Be <laughs> on time. <laughs> Every time is to be late. Every day. Yes. <laughs> well, I was busy. <laughs> well, th look, this is really hard for her anyway. I have to admit, T'Challa, because she she does live on CP time. Oh my gosh! No, I when, don't. Yes, when we first started like <sighs> lunch and stuff, right? I'd want to go to lunch at eleven, which meant we should leave at ten forty-five. Right. And then it'd be like eleven fifteen. Whatever. Thirty. I mean, it took me literally years. <laughs> so now that we don't, we're not physically together. She's backsliding, you know. Yeah, that that's exactly what that is. Eventually, <laughs> you, if it's left to her, our two o'clock start time would be two twenty, right? If it was left to me, we'd go back to recording on Thursdays. <laughs> yes, yeah, I tell you that would not work because lately I have been just exhausted. I mean, I came home last night. And I was waiting on um, T'Challa's mom to drop off his stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were going to go to the grocery store and all. So I expected her here around 4. So about 3.55, I sit down on the couch. By like 4.10, I'm out, I'm out cold, right? Mm -hmm. cold, and uh, so I was okay. like 4.45, right? And I'm like, oh, hell, right? And um, then I come back from the grocery store, sit down on the couch, out again. Um, I, one night this week, I went to bed at nine o'clock. Yeah, I think, I mean, you must have some like old people problems. I mean, you might need to get that like checked out. Well, you know, I, I, I'm working hard, you know, I, I get up at five 30, I leave the house by six 30 mm -hmm. work by seven. Um, some nights, like one night last week I had a meeting, so I didn't, I didn't finish working until six 30. Right. Mm -hmm. So 11 hour day for me. Right. 
Then I got to get to bed at 10, get back up at 5.30, do it all over again. Um, so, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm tired and old. and mm-hmm. Yeah, know. that's definitely, definitely true. But and okay. I, so Tyler already knows, you know, I'll be sitting down next to him. 30 seconds later, he's like looking at me to make sure I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I... <laughs> see that's that's like k-type behavior so yeah i think it's an old age thing yeah i remember i remember my dad did that we'd be sitting together on the couch of course you know he could not fall asleep without snoring okay you know i'd be telling him something that (laughs) you know and he'd be like out (laughs) oh my gosh all right well actually we have not kicked off the show uh hello and welcome to a fantastic another fantastic episode of in the stacks with Barry. latoya and today's a special day it is halloween oh insert one of your scary noises that i told you to get i totally like didn't i still have my thing though hang on let me see if this if this has any scary sounds well here <laughs> i can barely hear that yeah. i know i still have it in the packaging you can press the buttons through the packaging. Yeah, you can take. You know, it's not a collector's item. I know, but we really haven't used it. I had to reorder it when we started the show again because I couldn't find where the original one was, and I could have right. sworn I had it. It might be like in the attic or something, but yeah, I just I was being lazy. So there we go. Wow. Welcome to the show, and yeah. Um, so I only have access to, what is this, Eight, 16 different sounds. I don't know if any of them are scary outside of, um, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, um, since it's Halloween, uh, Chala and I, uh, we started our Halloween marathon a little while ago. Okay. We got 15 minutes of Event Horizon and um, I haven't watched any of it since then um so you have a halloween marathon that's so cool well we were going to but we haven't actually done it well i mean but still the fact that you guys are going to do something like that i mean you know since this is my least favorite holiday in the sense that i don't do scary stuff it's not like i would have a halloween marathon unless it would be like the opposite of scary movies oh yeah see um I love, of course, I watch scary movies year-round. Right. I mean, yeah, I know that's a genre that you really like. Yeah, I usually watch at least two or three horror movies a week, you know. Wow. Yeah, no. Not not me. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes T'Challa watches them with me, but um, he's not a huge horror person, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, life is already hard enough as it is. I don't need to be scared, you know, as escapism or enter- entertainment. Usually I'm just disappointed by them. Yeah, because they aren't scared, but they don't scare me either. That's not the point. Um, I just, I, you know, I think it's an exciting, interesting genre. I like the the supernatural elements. I like figuring out, you know, how are we going to stop this thing? You know, none, none of that interests me at all. Yeah, and and, I, and, and my favorites are really the the horror things that kind of have humor in them. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I mean, like Shaun of the Dead, those types of films are are hilarious to me. I guess even yeah. what Zombieland, the original yeah, one. Zombieland. I yeah, I didn't see the second one. So I mean, those are okay to me. I can I'm okay with those, but it's not like I have this overwhelming desire to be like, oh, I have to see this. If I see it, cool. If not, whatever. That's the wonderful thing about horror to me is that ninety nine percent of horror films 
you can laugh at whether they're intended to be funny or not. <laughs> you know, because there's cer- there's certain things in it. It's like it's like what the hell are you doing? Don't why would you go in there? <laughs> oh, 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 look at that. Well, because they made a parody of a commercial of that. <laughs> I think it's Progressive or one of the insurance yes. companies. Yeah, where they're like, oh, you know, it's like all these what these Caucasian. 20 something yeah. year olds or teenagers we jump in that running car that right has- or yeah. hide behind the yeah so I'm yeah. like you know that 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 kind of stuff is funny but again I I don't know so is anyone dressing up for Halloween today um T'Challa has a costume I have a costume I haven't decided if I'm what's the costume I have my suit like disease control <laughs> I love that that's yeah. perfect that is perfect. Yeah. I know in Milledgeville, you know, they have banned trick-or-treating this mm. year. Um, I don't know about it in Gray, but I know there's a lot of trunk-or-treat kind of thing. Right, right, right. So, Well, I mean, I made sure. So last night, because I went to go and um, hang out with my sister and my niece, uh, I just preemptively made sure my porch light wasn't on from last night. And it's not going to be on tonight since I'm not actually going to be giving out candy this year. I haven't decided if I'm going back over to their house um, today or if just if I'm just staying home and chilling. So, um, yeah, I mean, I bought candy last year and no one came, which was very odd. And so I'm like, you know, I I didn't buy any this year. And so I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm not my that my porch light is not on. So, um. Yeah, so I did call you last night and discovered it was like a, a ladies' night or whatever. Yes, it totally was. It was myself yeah. and Gwen and Beyonce, or formerly known as Beyonce, now known as Lisa. Um, yeah, we were all hanging out together playing Animal Crossing, and they were ganging up on me, and it wasn't nice. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, so I, I had I had something funny happen with one of my students this week, which you felt thought was very dark. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Well, okay. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah. So we have this program so that when they're taking their their tests, you know, we can you can observe what they're doing and make sure they're not cheating. And it has this thing on it too that lets me see. I don't have to just actually watch it live. I can go back and look to see what things they have done. You know, ever since they logged in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see every website they've gone to. I can see every. Um, you know, everything they've typed in, right? So, you know, if they type in, you know, a, a question, right, I'll see it. So um, I noticed the other day when I was sitting there watching that um, somebody had typed in how to sell your soul to, and then it was, it, it had, you know, it was too long to fit in the little box. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's interesting. I'm pretty sure there's nothing about that on the test, but still. So I, I clicked on it and the, other, the full question they had searched for was how to sell your soul to get out of school early, <laughs> which um, I thought was hilarious, you know. So of course I had to share it with you know the other teachers and everything. Well, I mean, uh, I thought it was interesting. I mean, it was dark in the sense that you know I, I think I I mentioned something about you know a generational type of thing that you know everyone's always regardless of what time period you're in wants to know ways to get out of school i thought it was interesting that it was the whole how to sell your soul but anyway i thought you were going to say that no matter what era you're in there's always people looking to sell their soul yeah no i i <laughs> deliberately didn't walk into that one so anyway but yeah i, I, I think that's pretty hilarious yeah so 
so what did other other teachers do i mean i guess they just laughed as well yeah they just laughed well you know they knew i was given a test over um romeo and juliet Mm -hmm. um so one of them did have something funny uh he replied dumb teenager making an impulsive decision based around immediate gratification did romeo and juliet teach them nothing (laughs) that was kind of funny that yeah Um, that is good so a number of things happened today today Uh, wow okay well number one uh of course uh sean connery has passed away no wow Oh. Yeah, Sean Connery, 90 years old. Jeez, I'd forgotten um, he was that old. Like, I mean, for me, I think he used to just been like frozen in time at maybe like 60 something, you know? Yeah. Um, wow, that is sad news. Yeah, so a lot of people on Facebook, which is that, like the social media program that- That is dead to me, yes. Mm-hmm. It's pretty popular. Um, and uh, a lot of you are listening to their five favorite, you know, Sean Connery movies in honor of his passing. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of which, I did watch The Social Dilemma. Okay. And your thoughts? Um, I don't really feel, I didn't really feel like there was anything there I didn't already know. Um, I, as, as a documentary, because I watch a lot of documentaries, I enjoyed the, the main part of the documentary. I could have done without the um, kind of cheesy, fictionalized story within the story. I, I, I liked it actually, but okay. I, didn't like, I didn't like like the two, you know like the two guys who are like you know basically the social media algorithms, you know hey let's send over a message from so and so. I thought that was cool. I mean, especially like the part the char- the actor they used to do it since I've seen him and stuff. But okay, well I mean regardless, I, that part to me made it cheesier than the rest of it, and and to me undercut how serious it was because I, I think was, it for me I thought they were doing it to make it more palatable for some for some people I don't know I, I thought it undercut the seriousness mm-hmm. but um you know on a scale of one to or, or on a scale uh the old hustler scale oh jeez, okay I'd give it to be kind half a rep so you watched it and nothing that you saw on there made you rethink your social media behavior no, not really, um, because I mean, I already knew they did all this stuff. I know, but I mean, seeing it, putting it out there in front of your face in that medium, or just you know, looking at that documentary, no, it didn't um, make me rethink. It didn't make me rethink anything. Now, it does make me concerned for the generation growing up with it. Why, right, Generation Z? You know, mm-hmm. um, who's growing up with this? You know, it's they don't they won't know a society that didn't have it exactly um you know that's gonna be interesting but i think it's interesting you say that because i'm like the behavior that they talk about in the in there that obviously primarily affects gen z it's it's affecting other generations as well i mean gen x y all of that um it's starting to creep into um your your behaviors um and I think in some ways, it's almost like you're unlearning some of the behaviors that you had prior to social media. Yeah, if you say so. Um, I think, you know, I think that for people like you and me, I mean, you know, I would hope that we are old enough and mature enough to recognize some of these things, you know. Um, but, I mean, but it's very invasive. And in some ways, some of it is very, you know, 
kind of not as you know it's it's overt when you look at it but as you're experiencing it it's not very overt well the only thing so, that sometimes it creeps me out but i i kind of laugh at it too is um you know sometimes i'll i'll like sometimes i don't even remember having had a conversation about it but i must have had a conversation out loud about some of these things mm-hmm. it's just like in my head sometimes i'll just be thinking about something and i swear to god the next day I'll start getting ads for it. Yeah. Um, but I must have mentioned it to somebody because I know my like my phone and Alexa, all that stuff's listening to you all the time. Well, yeah, but they also, yeah, I mean, uh, yes, they're all listening to you. Um, but on top of that, it starts to learn things about you based on things you've discussed or viewed or whatever. So it could very well be that just, in the, the same way that your mind works in terms of just making these weird, these connections, that the software is starting to do the very same thing. Well, yeah, I mean, cause I know they have algorithms to tell even on Facebook, like if you stop to look at an ad, mm-hmm. how long do you look at it? Right. Right, so they know what images catch you. Mm-hmm. They know what types of things catch you and that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. Well, all I know is that That's after watching it- Facebook's- Facebook's not going to try to do anything to clean up like the fake news or the political stuff because even like, you know, I sent you that um, screen capture the other night. I'm sure, you know, they're thinking, oh, well, you know, one thing that keeps Barry interacting on Facebook are people who annoy him. Whatever. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. When people post things saying, you know, oh, Democrats all need to be shot, right? Mm Mm-hmm that makes Barry reply to them, right? Mm-hmm. Which keeps him active, right? He even shares it with other people, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, they're like, no, they're never gonna clean up that kind of stuff because a, a lot of people, that's what they respond to. I, sure, I mean, it's not like, I, I, it's not like I feel like Facebook has a soul or anything because it, it doesn't. Oh, um, no, it doesn't. But you know, they keep saying, oh, we're gonna make it better. And it's like, no, they're not because- yeah, no. Yeah. This is how people use it. And again, it's it's about the the money. At the end of the day, it's always about money. Yeah. Not about social responsibility, any of that kind of stuff. It's just about the money. I mean, if you are a for-profit entity, your sole purpose is to make money for your st- your stakeholders. Period. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, if we are wanting to be more responsible, we have to do it ourselves. We can't always, you know, hope that our government or corporations like facebook are gonna do that for us so you know um i have not watched um any of that series you told me to watch oh okay i'm sorry yes you you have to and i mean you will enjoy the series i i believe you will if you don't then i'm never suggesting anything else to you (laughs) <laughs> which it's not like I suggest stuff to you usually say that's tempting because uh. it's the other way around you usually <laughs> tell me to watch stuff I will say um I did see I can't remember if I saw it before we met last week um the Queen's Gambit um, I heard good things. I haven't seen it. so yeah I saw that one of my friends today that it made him cry do you what 
One of my friends uh, posted today that it made him cry. It's really good. So I did, I saw it and I was like, you know, I don't, I didn't suggest it to Kenrick because I was like, you know, it's, it's a little, it can be a little slow in terms of for him. Cause you know, he, he is legitimately addicted to Facebook. So it, you know, obviously people like that require a lot of stimuli. So I'm like, it's very, um, plot driven i mean it's a very it's it's really really good but if i tell you for example oh barry i watched a movie or a, a, a limited series on netflix and it's about a girl who is a chess prodigy you're not gonna be jumping to see it you know right. i mean it involves chess which is like uh no but you know obviously it's for for me it was it it had chess which is arguably a sport um and it also had it was a it's a period piece so 1950s 60s period um but it's it's extremely well done a colleague of mine uh, I was talking to her this week and she was even like oh did you see you know Queen's Gambit I was like oh yeah and she was like oh the acting was amazing it was so good and it really is like I I was disappointed it's only a a limited series but Mm -hmm. I mean it makes sense obviously given what it's about but I I, I suggest that you take a look at it. If you don't like it after the first um, episode, then you know don't watch the rest of it. But I mean, I was hooked from the first episode in. Um, the the main character, huh? You think is a sport? Uh, yeah, I I would say it's a sport. Hmm. In the same way that golf is a sport. That's what I was thinking. Uh, it's not in the same way, but sure, it's a sport to me. It it is no, a sport. Those but, who I mean, actually do this as like, you know, they're- Do you think they're, they're athletes? Um, I don't, and not in the traditional sense, no. But I think that sport is, you know, can be more loosely defined and not everyone who plays a sport is an athlete per se. And, and okay, again, okay. in the traditional sense. I'm looking up, I, this is from chess.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the question is, is chess a sport? No, chess is not a sport. Dictionary.com defines sport as an athletic activity requiring skill or physical prowess and often of a competitive nature. Is that not the definition of chess, though? No, I think skill that, and prowess in a competitive prowess. nature. nature. Uh huh. There's nothing there of physical prowess. Well, no, I'm just saying it's still prowess of a. Anyways, so that's why is I say I. I say, for me, I consider it a sport because it is challenging. It requires a certain ability. I do not. I've never learned how to play chess, and every any time I've ever seen it, I've been like, challenging game. I I see it as a sport. I think it's more than just a game for me. It's more than just a game. The way I see it, we don't have to agree. Obviously, we don't. Well, no, we have to. It's a show. My current physical condition could be the best in the world potentially at it. That's not a sport. <laughs> watch the watch the series anyway. But but I could learn it. I could learn it, and I could still be incredibly out of shape and be the you best could in the world. Certainly try. Yeah. But you that could be said about any other sport though. You could no, play basketball no, and be no, crappy I, on the. In on my the current court. in my current physical condition, I could not be the best basketball player in the world. Okay, but. I couldn't couldn't play football. I couldn't play baseball. I couldn't be a cheerleader. I could not do any sport. But that's just it. Like I said, I don't see sport as simply a physical activity. But that's the definition of sport. No, but that's not the definition for me. (laughs) 
so it is a sport for me because it is it is challenging and not not everyone can just do it i mean everyone could try but, but like not everybody's a good checkers player it doesn't make it a sport yeah well no that's not a sport that's a game <laughs> to me that's solely a game something as complex as chess to me is a sport just because of the complex complexity of it okay it's a mental sport how about that okay that, that's i can not- get away with that but okay whatever anyway moving on what do you <laughs> so yes you have to see it um but like you, i said i think you'll you actually watch the video i told you to watch right which one you've already forgotten the oh yeah yeah no i saw the spice girl one yep yeah yeah that was totally awesome so yeah yes, we talked they, about it but i figured you need to talk about it on the show i mean you know sure so yes i did make sure that i watched it i did thoroughly enjoy it um, it did make me kind of curious more about the struts since, I mean, I, you know, I don't have anything by them. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I, I like okay, that. I can it start sending you stuff by the struts if you like. Oh my God. But I don't use Spotify, so. No, I, I can send you YouTube videos and stuff. But. Okay. Well, yes. Send me something that's curated by you. So I, I don't have to like watch stuff that I'm like, what is this? So since you've listened to them a lot at this point, yes, you can start sending me stuff. Okay. Um, uh, so Keith Ranieri. Yes. Uh, <laughs> from the uh, series, The Vow that we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, was sentenced to 162 years in jail, I think. Um, and <laughs> you know that girl, India? Yes. She's get her, got her own series on, I think it's Showtime. Um, where she's going to be talking about her experiences within Nexium. Okay. So she's got her own show. Which I mean, for those I haven't, I guess there's an episode I haven't seen of Val because wasn't it coming out like weekly? On yeah, um, but I think I think the season's over. I think that last episode that came um, out a week or two ago was the last. Yeah, one. but I d- I haven't seen that one. So, oh, okay. but I mean, for those who maybe haven't seen her or whatever, India is important because one of the main characters in there, which is her mom, who is gorgeous she was a model and on dynasty back in the day uh it's basically trying to get her out of the cult and at that point in the show you see that she's like you know she's still not interested she's you know like you know mom why are you doing this blah 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 blah. so um i did think it's interesting because i think i mentioned it on one of the shows where it was on people in the magazine um about you know her i guess getting out of the cult um so a lot of this stuff we should we should be seeing on the second season correct the the trial right. and all of the fallout and so so the stuff that's happening now we will see on, on the screen at some point yes yeah well, i'm looking forward to it so oh yeah i mean it's again it's not like the subject matter is great i mean it's pretty sad but i mean it's it's one of those you know tale is a tale as old as, as time kind of thing you know i mean this is going <laughs> to keep happening to people yeah um so it's just when you say it like that i picture them making it into like a disney movie <laughs> um, i feel like a, you know keith ranieri kind of looking a bit like a cross between um jafar the, the, and somebody <laughs> well, i was gonna say the guy from um the hunchback of notre dame oh and, my gosh and brahm <laughs> and, and then uh you know then then you'd have like you know these, these beautiful disney-esque princesses getting you know his initials branded into them and stuff yeah. yeah that that weirds me out so much yeah 
yeah i did not i mean i understand the connection because yes it's from disney but oh crap i should yeah. think that <laughs> um so uh t'challa is playing a new video game that he wanted to tell us about because it, it is hilarious so, okay uh, well I, I am still playing animal crossing i'm literally playing it right now but go ahead okay it's called attack of the earthworms and attack of the earthworms earthlings oh sorry. And it, it's basically alien but in reverse okay so these humans arrive on your planet in like this big big ship with a drill attached to it yeah they start drilling into and your they, planet and they start drilling into your planet for oil and so, so you play as like this um road queen it, it kind of kind of looks a little bit like like a little bit like a xenomorph yeah vaguely like a xenomorph not okay. enough to get sued yeah not enough to get sued and so what you do is you just go is you go around their ship sabotaging things things eating them and making making basically miniature versions of you to go around doing your bidding yeah and there's just it's just filled with jokes and references to like other sci-fi things and it's hilarious that's cool so what what um is it a computer game or is it on a platform what is it's it's computer oh, okay 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 I mean, I I would not know anything about any video games, so. <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't involve animals and an island. <laughs> exactly. Well, I was, you know, thinking, you know, once I've finished with my my Animal Crossing phase, you know, once that's kind of died down, I'm like, I'll need to find something similar on the Switch because I'm like, I've invested so much in the Switch that it needs to be a Switch game. Because otherwise I'll be depressed and just, you know, feel terrible as a person. The fact that I have two Nintendo Switches for myself and that I'm not using them. So, so um, this week on, uh, on Facebook, mm -hmm. <laughs> I created my own little um, viral game. And I, I kind of say it's viral because a bunch of my friends just started doing it too. Um, there's all these things, you know, it's like, oh, you know, once a day post an album that you really love or whatever, right? Okay. And, uh, so I was in the mood to post some superhero stuff. So I just started, I, I made up one on day one, right? And I said, you know, day one of the 10 superheroes challenge, post one superhero per day, DC, Marvel, or other that has a special meaning for you. And then like a whole bunch of people are doing it now. But, well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So uh, these are my 10. Aren't y'all excited? Uh, yeah. 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 Sorry, so you got you got that, that applause button right after I name each one, right? Yes, I have it. Okay. So the first one I posted well, was, hang on, you're you're doing it in reverse, right? Like Letterman. Yeah. Well, I did day one, day two, day three, you know. So was the final day your main one or the first day your main one? They, no, they're I, I, I'm not ranking them as like my number one favorite or number two favorite. Oh, okay. Okay. No, because that that changes day to day. Okay. All right, so day one was the original uh, was the original Green Lantern, Alan Scott. What the okay. hell? Yeah, what, what was that? Was that supposed to be applause? It was applause. <laughs> and then I moved it away. Let's see. It sounds like you're rolling dice. No, it's clapping. Yeah, it's hand clapping. Oof, that's awful. Yeah. Whatever. Fine, I'm not using it. Go ahead. All right. Good. <laughs> all right day two my favorite uh superheroes was ben Grimm 
the thing. Scream. Alright, alright, yeah. We had the scream there. Yes. Uh, day oh my gosh! Was Eric Dacia, aka Exo Manowar. Wow. All right. Just some randomly picking these, but okay. Now for people, just stop. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stop because Tajola is not happy, so I'm done. I'm done. For people who've known me for a long time, you know, and I've always wondered why my Yahoo email address was Eric underscore Dacia. That's why. Yep, it is. So uh, day four was the original Huntress, Helena Wayne, the, the daughter of Batman and Catwoman. Hmm. Okay, did not know. Okay, that's new to me. Did not realize that, but okay. Yeah, that was from Earth 2, where uh, they let all their heroes grow up and stuff. Oh, okay, because yeah, I was like, I didn't realize that. They, but go ahead. Day five was Union Jack, who wears a spiffy-ass Union Jack costume. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Day six. I know you guys are excited. Spider Man. Okay. Spider Man. Okay. Well, Day I mean, what's sad for me is that so far I kind of only know like two or three of the people you've list, you know, listed. So, but go ahead. All right. You won't know this one either, even though he had a TV series in the nineties that lasted two seasons. Number okay. seven was Nightman. Nightman. Okay. Yeah. No. Nightman. Yes. Day number eight was Pariah. Yeah, I'm the only person in the world that loves Pariah. Um, but he Maybe has among sleeves. the few that even know of Pariah, but okay. Yeah, he has puffy sleeves on his costume. He has thigh-high boots. He wears guy liner. And he has, like, fingerless gloves. It's like all oh, of my... It's your number one. Yeah, all these things that you... This fetish stuff you really, really like. And yeah, it's like all my fetishes in one costume. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> I love, okay that makes sense yeah uh day number nine and i know you're now the tension is really building right uh day number nine was carol danvers the current captain marvel okay yeah i loved her back mainly when she was ms marvel but now she's captain marvel she got that promotion um and then number 10 posted today ninjack okay all right, yeah, pretty darn exciting. I, I mean, I like I said, I didn't even know most of the people you were talking about. So yeah. I was wearing my Ninja T-shirt yes last night. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. Where is your Ninja T-shirt, uh, Latoya? Well, considering I I don't even know who the hell that is, you know. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. We yeah. So, so what exciting things are going on with you? Absolutely nothing. Why would there be anything exciting going on with me? We're talking about Latoya here. Nothing like majorly exciting is happening with me. So this week I, um, I taught uh, my ninth graders, Romeo and Juliet. Okay. And uh, I've been kind of worried about it because it's a virtual class. And I was like teaching Shakespeare virtually. I don't know how this is going to go. Um, but I actually feel like it was by far the best thing that I've done virtually so far this semester. Really? Why, why, what made you say that? Well, you know, the first day I read act one, scenes one and two to them. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I impressed myself because 
you know, sometimes I, I'm a very good, I think, voice actor. Yeah. Um, I, I can get into reading it, and all the characters have different voices. And I agree completely. You read Dr. Seuss. Thank you. Thank you. I used to be a big Dr. Seuss reader. Right? <laughs> and okay. um, so, <clears throat> you know, and I think the kids were inspired by this. Mm-hmm. I was the second day I had them take on a bunch of different roles, right? And, uh, and you know, for a semester in which it's been so hard to get them to say anything, mm-hmm. I suddenly had people who had done nothing all semester reading Shakespeare out loud. And, um, and they did a really good job. Uh, I was observed one day last week by somebody, and, uh, and they actually said that they noticed that, you know, the kids were even doing like some sort of like British accent. Oh that, my gosh. Oh, and uh, that she was very impressed because uh, some students would like just jump into characters without me even asking for volunteers. That's I'd, so like, cool. hey, we need a lady Capulet and somebody would just like start doing it, you know? That and, is awesome. It's great when, when kids get excited about the material and wow. Yeah. So I actually thought that this was a, a bonding experience mm-hmm. um, for us. We've done it, you know, it took us like a week and a half to do it. And um, for me, it's been difficult for me to bring my, uh, my personality into the virtual classroom, I felt like. Really? So this was, yeah. Um, yeah, this was, I felt like the first time I felt like I was being me and that they were responding to it, you know. Um, and so I, th- I felt like that was successful. And there's a couple of students in there, you know who I, you know, I haven't really formed close attachments to any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, after this week and a half, you know, there's a couple of them. I'm like, you know, man, you know, you ought to go into, you ought to take drama next year. You're really good at this. Awesome. You know, oh. and then some other kids who, you know, done nothing, but it's like, man, you're a great reader. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and um, things like this. And, uh, and there like was the magic of Shakespeare, the magic of Romeo and Juliet. I mean, yeah. that's one of those stories that, it's timeless, literally timeless, because it's it's always appropriate, no matter which generation you're talking about. Well, and they all hated Romeo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because yep. it, well, it is kind of ridiculous, you know, because um, I, I don't know if Charles ever read Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. But, I get the idea. but well, but there's a lot more into it than the story everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's stuff like, um, first of all, when it starts off, Romeo's in love with Rosalind. And he's all upset because she won't give it up, right? And so he's like, you know, when will she, you know, ever put out? She won't even, she's ghosting him at this point, in fact. And um, so, you know, Mercutio is like, you know, just, yeah, you know, forget her. There's lots of other fish out there. And he's like, no, this is the one for me. I would die for her and blah, blah, blah. It's like, she has the golden cooch. I gotta have that. Okay. So they, they take him to a party and he sees Juliet. And all of a sudden, who the fuck is Rosalind? <laughs> Rosalind, not mentioned again by Romeo the rest of the play, even though, you know, he had, they had established that he had gone all emo for her, that he was like staying in his room all the time, not eating. He put up like black curtains, all this kind of stuff. So, so Juliet was his platinum cooch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so there was a great moment when Romeo and Juliet finally have their one night of passion because the whole Mm -hmm. place over like two days. Um, their one night of passion. Keep in mind, they only met each other for like 15 minutes before they decided to get married. Um, literally. And they, were, and they were both extremely underage. Well, Juliet was 14. But for that time, that's 
totally appropriate, I guess. Yeah, because there's a great character named Paris, and he wants to marry Juliet. And her dad is like, well, I don't know. She's only 14. And Paris actually says, you know, well, you know, my lord, a lot of girls, they have babies even younger than that, and they turn out just fine. Yeah, because back then, I mean, yeah. old age was like, you were maybe dead by 40. So Exactly. So, yeah. you know, if you were a chick and you weren't married by 20, it's like you're an old maid. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff in there. And so the kids, you know, thought a lot of it was hilarious. Um, and, of course, you know, that last chapter, last act, when, like, you know, ev- everything is going wrong and so-and-so's, you know, thinks so-and-so's dead and now they're dead and then they kill somebody else and then somebody else kills, you know. And by the, like, four, four or five people die in the last act all because of this idiotic plan, you know, for her to fake her death. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's so stupid. But it's exciting. I mean, it, and again, I think when hopefully T'Challa, you'll have the opportunity to actually go through it because there's no guarantee back in the day. It was like, you know, there were things that everyone knew you were going to learn in school or have to go through um, now, not as much as before. But I mean, it's a great it's a great piece to read. Um, I have uh, the complete works of, of William Shakespeare. It's, it's uh, I have it in two volumes. Uh, I, you know, I actually do enjoy Shakespeare. Uh, but I, I think that if you're able to actually read it, uh, you'll understand why it could be taught anytime <laughs> and it will still be relevant. And I think um, one of the decisions I made that I think worked really well, because of course I have the ninth grade repeaters. Mm-hmm. Um, is we used uh, the No Fear Shakespeare site. Um, okay, I've not heard of that, but okay. So if you're not familiar with it, on the left side of the screen is the Shakespearean language. Mm-hmm. And on the right side of the screen, it's rewritten in modern language. Oh, that's so cool. So when we read it out loud, um, I gave them the choice. I said, you know, you can read it Shakespearean or you can read it modern. Uh, and most of them read it modern. Um, and I think that there's been a, tr- there's, I read the Shakespearean to them, but um, there's been a, a kind of shift, I think, in recent years, which I think is probably a, a good one. Um, I think we should expose them to Shakespeare's language. Mm-hmm. But I do think the most important thing is to get them to, to understand the plays. I agree, because, yeah, now, again, it's a general, generational thing. But, you know, when kind of going back to the whole social dilemma stuff, you know, the the attention span, that kind of thing, the willingness to commit to certain material is a lot different than it used to be. The expectations are certainly also very different. But I like the idea, kind of like you equate it almost to Hamilton, right? You know, you take a material that is older and you make it more relevant to now, even without changing the material. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's that's really, really awesome. I mean, you know, because I know for me, when I read Shakespeare, I generally understand what's going on, but that's not the case for everyone. You know, there is certainly difficulty in understanding some of the speak (laughs) that's used. Um, Sometimes there's, you know, I'll read it and I can understand it for the most part. mm -hmm. There'll still be the occasional passage where I'm like, yeah, exactly. Me too. But it's just context clues. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, right. I can figure it out based on context clues. But right. but yeah, I mean, the further and further we we come away from that time period in history, the more that um, and given the lack of focus on some of the old 
antiquity stuff that yeah we do have to make it more relevant and so changing yeah. up the language is just a part of that because <laughs> i mean i think the, a lot of the kids were surprised you know at the things he was talking about because you know there's jokes about mm -hmm. juliet's virginity yep um all that kind of stuff you know and you know it, I they think, wouldn't have necessarily gotten it or right. it wouldn't have hit them if they read it in the original tongue versus right. doing it. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think it's more important to make them understand, wow, even back then, he was making, he was writing things that uh, still apply to you today. Right, exactly. To making them try to learn, you know, what's almost another language. At this yeah, point. It, exactly. And that is exactly what it is. And so yeah. for them, everything that's old is new again. Um, huh. And I mean, you know, hopefully, even with that kind of exposure, maybe the hope is that since they see that, wait a second, Shakespeare is just as relevant, uh, you know, for some of them, I think it might excite them to the point where they may decide to reread stuff in the original, and that they may then take an interest in learning or, you know, reading other authors from that period, so. Yeah, and um you know, the, the really cool thing was, you know, I, afterwards I just asked them, you know, you know, what'd you think of the play and all that kind of stuff. And, and there are several that, that said they liked it a lot more than they thought they would, mm -hmm. um, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, well, that's cool. That is exciting. I like that. And then in my American Lit class, because of how we're having to do things this year, we were, we didn't do Gatsby as the novel. Right. But I did, they did get to read one chapter of Gatsby. Okay. Um, so we had one day that was like all Gatsby prep where I got to do, you know, um, it's always one of the most popular days with everybody is when I uh, get on the board and I fill it up with, you know, a chart of who's sleeping with who, mm -hmm. um, everybody's relations to each other. And it, it ends up with like a great big circle because there's so many lines from <laughs> person sleeping with this person, but they're also sleeping with this person, yep. cousin of this character who's having an affair with this person, but married to this person. It's like very and, uh, soap opera-esque. Yeah. Um, that, I guess, in a that. sense, is dating us, too, because soap operas, I don't suppose, are quite as popular as they used to, but... Um, yeah. No, see, speaking yeah. of soap operas, I actually just started watching um, Gossip Girl. Uh, it came out back, yeah. you know, and I think it was in 2006, it ran for, like, six seasons, and it has, I mean, you know, people you'll definitely know, so, you know, Blake Lively, that's where she got her big uh, break from, it has um, Penn Baglia, which, or however you pronounce his last name, who's the, the star on You, he was the main character in that one, and then Chase Crawford, who is um, in The Boys, which character yeah. is it that he plays again, they have, like, the Aquaman-esque character, what is the deep? it? Yes, the deep. He got his start there. So it's just been really interesting to watch. And because of the time period, it's so funny to see them texting, like old school texting, right. you know? Um, but it's 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 interesting now that I've seen them, obviously they're older, um, and seeing them back when they were younger and kind of you know breaking out, it's 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 been kind of cool. So it's it's very soap opery. I mean, it's definitely for or intended for that kind of millennial audience back then. Yeah. Uh, but I was just I've been watching a lot of documentaries, and was like, okay, I need to kind of cleanse my palate. So uh, I I don't know why it was always on my mind to watch at some point, and decided, okay, well then I'm gonna, you know, let me go ahead. And I've it I finished season one in two days. It's the season one had 18 episodes 
So like yesterday I was up until five o'clock in the morning and still had to be in the office by 11, but uh, I did not watch any last night when I got home. Cause I was like, uh, no. So that, I was got confused with pretty little liars. I saw that. The um, pretty little liars is the one that I want to see. Because whenever I find out Blake Lively's in the other one, I'm like, okay, that's not the one I was looking for. <laughs> um, and I was actually going to start, finally start Pretty Little Liars. And um, it's not currently streaming on anything I have for free. Oh, okay. It used to be on Netflix, but I should I didn't watch it when it was. So uh, yeah, I used to watch Pretty Little Liars. I actually stopped watching it before it even ended. I mean, I was I was very much into it, and then as it started to kind of drag on for me, I was like, yeah, I'm 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 good. But um, it, I think you would enjoy it. I mean, I did watch set. I mean, how long was it on for? Like five. I six, thought it was on like seven, eight years. Some, yeah, and I watched years. the majority of it. There was a spinoff, like yes, like Pretty Little Liars Perfectionist or something. Yeah. But yeah. it, it was good. I mean, it's got Lucy Hale in it. It's got um, Belsario. I forgot her last name. Um, so And Shay Mitchell is in that one. And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely tell me what you think about it when you get around to watching it. I mean, I know it's yeah, not the, like the high on the list. sounded interesting to me. It, it, the, when I watched little clips of it, it had kind of like a slightly Riverdale vibe. Yeah, yeah. It did, yeah. This is a pre-Riverdale type of thing, and then it also had a spinoff. I think Rosewood or something. I think yeah. I watched it like for like a couple episodes and then stopped watching it. Yeah, uh, whatever the spinoff was, only lasted one season. Well, I mean, there were two. There was a spinoff during its run, which was Rosewood, yeah. and then after its run, which was the Pretty Little Liars Perfectionist or whatever that thing was. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I know I know way too much about this stuff, and I was thinking more about why I like watching these teen type things, and I feel like you know now that I've overanalyzed it, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that my teenage years I didn't really get to experience a lot of the more traditional things that teens did you know uh, just based on you know how my parents raised me and that kind of thing so I don't know if it's kind of you know me trying to make up for it as far as being able to watch it and I don't know uh, maybe I'm overthinking it but as opposed for me like you know when I watch Riverdale and there's like murder and you know deceit and sin and sex and all this <laughs> it's like it really takes me back mm -hmm. Reminds well, me of the young and the good days, you know. Well, no, you know what I mean. I'm talking about like the things that some of these these kids got or teens got to do. I mean, granted that you know it is fictionalized, so some of that doesn't, or you know, pieces of that doesn't happen in real life. But there's some, you know, I mean, because it's the interpretation of it by adults far removed from being teenagers. So obviously, oh, yeah. the dialogue for them is vastly different than it really wouldn't have would have been. And they well, were like. You know how much I loved um, the early seasons of Veronica Mars. And, yep. Um, I, I actually thought about going back and rewatching season one, but um, but yeah, some of the things they said, even even then, it's like no teenager would ever say the things they just said. right. Like they wouldn't have been able to. Their hormones alone wouldn't have allowed them to make that kind of you know. Um, and connection to Veronica Mars, uh, uh, Gossip Girl is the voice, the narrator is um Kristen bell so oh interesting yep. Yep. so yeah i mean so i've watched like i said i did spend i i didn't write it down this time but i you know i go through the periods of really wanting to watch a lot of stuff and then other times where i'm like eh, i'm not really in the mood um yeah. so i watched yeah so the first full season of gossip girl looking back at my app 
I also watched a series, Secrets of Ancient Egypt, um, or was it Ancient Egypt or Ancient Empires? So, you know, talking about kind of how, you know, ancient, ancient civilizations, what we've learned from them, some of the thoughts around, you know, how how um, different civilizations did things despite not being connected, um, you know, like physically. Anyway, I, again, I like to go down those rabbit holes. I watched a series called The Great Commanders. So they talked about, like, they featured Ulysses S. Grant, which I learned a lot more about Grant that I didn't know from before. Uh, Horatio Nelson and, and Neil, um, Napoleon Bonaparte, Julius Caesar, Alexander the Great. Uh, so each episode was about these different individuals. It also included, how do you, Georgi Zukov um, was the last one in that series. And I, that was really cool. Uh, watched the private lives of the Tudors, of course, the Queen's Gambit. So all of these, of course, are, you know, multi-episode shows. Uh, I think that was pretty much it during since our last um show yeah so um and i know the mandalorian's back but i'm not watching yeah. it yet we watched the first episode today How was it it was awesome it was yeah. one of my favorite episodes wow oh you have to wait until Kay gets here well tell yeah. me what you think um i i don't care what you great, think great great ending okay uh, yep great ending um and uh yeah, it's just a really, really good episode. Uh, it's very exciting. They go to Tatooine in this one. They what? Oh, oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm waiting for Kenrick to come home for us to watch, to binge it. So he'll be home for Thanksgiving and stuff. So we'll be watching it then. Okay, because you know it's one episode a week. So. Yes. So yeah, and I mean, my pre this is my preference anyway. I don't like the old method of one episode per week. I like to be able to binge like a whole day and watch, you know, um, 10 episodes or something kind of thing. I like that better. The Star Trek Discovery is back as well. So um, I've watched the first three episodes of this season. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people have, were, went nuts over episodes one and two. And I was actually, um, I didn't like one and two that much. Um, but the, the third episode that was this week was really, really good. Um, you know, at the end of last season, they were thrown way into the future mm -hmm. with no way of getting back. So I think this is where Discovery is going to be set from now on. Okay. And, um, so in episode one, it was all about Michael, who had dropped out separately from the others. And she was trying to find them. And it was about her finding out about what the future is like and how the Federation is very, very small now and all this kind of stuff. And, um, then episode two was like all about the folks on the discovery, you know, when they landed and they're trying to find her. And then when they finally run into Michael at the end of episode two, we find out that she's been in the future for over a year waiting on them. Okay. So there'd been a year since that first season opener to the second episode. Um, and then, uh, so in season in episode three, they're actually all back together. Um, and I like that better. Um, but yeah, uh, Michael, uh, this season's looking quite fine. Um, I posted several pictures over on my Facebook. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You used, you used to watch uh, The Walking Dead? No, my brother did. Okay. Because she used to be on that show. I can't believe you asked me, did you watch The Walking Dead? Really? 
Well, you know, sometimes sometimes it's like, you know, we'll be talking and everything's going good. And I'll like think, you know, you might have done something that I would have approved of. Okay. You know, and then you I, then I, I realize, remind you. Yeah. yeah. I realized after I said it, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, she's a very nice looking. Um, Jeez, you're such a guy. And um, I'm sorry. I notice when ladies are attractive looking. I'm sorry if that makes me some sort of pig. It does because that that's oft, oftentimes like the most important thing to a guy. It's like oh, or like the first thing they notice. Oh, she was hot or whatever. I didn't say she or, was hot. I said she's a very attractive woman. Same thing. So whatever. Moving on. Anyway, um, so I changed my my mom's life this week. Um. Okay. So for many years on, on Facebook, she's been on Facebook now for like 11, 12 years. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, her way of interacting on Facebook is when she reads something, she likes she it. She likes it. Yeah, no, I know. I uh, will never forget that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, oh, my dog was hit by a car this morning, died in my son's arms. Like. Like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she had liked something I had posted. So finally, I just got up. Right now, I went in there and I said, um, I said, you do know that you can do other things than like people's posts, right? And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, there's other things. Have you never noticed other people posting things besides just like? And she's like, yeah, but I don't know how to do that. And I said, I'm going to show you how to do that right now. I'm going to change your world right now. <laughs> so I showed her how to do it. And I said, and I explained what they all mean. Mm -hmm. uh, this means you care. This means you're sad. Right. It means, ha ha, that's funny. <laughs> I said, so don't ha ha. If somebody's got cancer, right? You don't, don't like that they have cancer. You either want to cry because it's sad. Right. Or care. I care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so now she's going crazy with the emotes, right? Oh jeez. And so sometimes it's it's funny though, because like I posted those pictures of Shaniqua Green, right? Mm -hmm. About how attractive she was. And um, and she did a uh, wow. Right. <laughs> so later on, I said, I said, why did you wow the thing where I said that she because she thought she looked good too. <laughs> I think I think it's because she was, you know, black. Oh well, yeah, that, that's that is true. But yeah, no, she said it. She oh, I thought she looked nice. And I was like, oh, all right, okay. Well, see, that's the one you could actually just like, you know. Right, right, right. But, but yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, that's deep, mom. Hang on, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. So then I post uh, something else today, and she she ha ha at it. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw her on somebody else's thing. Uh, oh, they, I posted that I was working on a new novel, and she posted she cared. Oh. And I, I and I said I said see that that should have been like a maybe a heart or or a light. No, don't tell her what it should be. This is how she wants to express herself. She's still learning. It's like a baby learning new stuff. But that's that's why I'm trying to no let her do it on her own. She'll figure out her what feels good for her. If I let her do it on her own. She's gonna keep doing this for twelve years, just like she did with the like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still think I'm I'm glad you showed her that there's more than like on there. Um, but that that's just sweet. That's just precious, Barry. <laughs> so yesterday there was another uh, funny grandma moment. I was being. Mm -hmm. And so Julian had texted me, T'Challa had texted me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I handed the phone to her and I said, you know, tell him, okay. 
right? And she mm-hmm. goes, oh, you just type okay? And I said, yes, type okay. She said, okay, I typed okay. I said, did you send it? She goes, how do I send it? I said, push the arrow. Now, so I'm driving down the road, right? Right. I said, there should be a blue arrow. And she goes, um, okay. And she's like, starts to hand the phone back to me. And I'm like, what did you do? And uh, she goes, what do you mean? I pushed the blue arrow. I said, no, did you hold down the blue arrow? Or did you push the blue arrow? She said, I pushed it. I said, you got to push it quickly. So I took it back. I said, now send it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, she, she did it again. I said, no, you're holding it. Don't hold it. Just push it, <laughs> right? And she's like, I am pushing it. I said, no, you're holding it. Do it quickly, <laughs> right? Oh, my so, gosh, yeah. So she sent it, right? And then he replies, because he doesn't know it's grandma, right? Mm-hmm. So he replies with something. And I tell her, I said, t- I said Aunt, reply to him back. Give me a sec. And she goes, a what? Sec. S-E-C. Right. I said, it's like short for second. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "Um, okay. So she types it and she says, I sent it. I asked him for an asexual. (laughs) And she goes, that's what it says. It says, give me a sexual. It's like stupid autocorrect. And I said, uh, said, well, you must have mistyped something. And she Mm -hmm. goes, typed in, give me a sec. I said, no, it doesn't matter. So then (laughs) Five, right and of course he's like lol i guess you meant a second <laughs> oh my gosh and i said i said tell him it's you you know because i'm about to pull in now right right it's okay so she typed something she says i sent it so i park and i look at it and she sent it grandma <laughs> <laughs> i love it, it oh grandma. my gosh <laughs> i just love it that's fantastic so yeah only your mom, I swear. <laughs> uh, so I think it's T'Challa's turn. And is there anything you wanted to talk about before you gave us your question of the day? Um, let's talk about how I'm definitely not just thinking of one. Um, okay. Earlier to think of one. Yeah, but I forgot. Now shut up. That was like... <laughs> Oh, that's your one job I thought of it but then I forgot it <laughs> okay well Barry while he's thinking of something else you can talk about something else because you know we've established that my life is boring um so I did finish watching some show this week oh, but I, can't oh, remember oh what I, I got it I got it okay. what's your biggest pet peeve I have a lot okay. of I, I thank you. I appreciate you giving me a question I can answer. Go ahead, Barry. Uh, okay. Um, you know, I have I have a lot. All right, I, I do hate it. I hate when people confuse Y-O-U-R and Y-O-U-R-E. Oh and there and oh my god. Yes, I, I don't like those. Stop spelling it out. What what is it? You know, like is that your bike? Oh, or you know, and they, they are 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 is your wife coming with you to the party, and they misspell it, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's so super. And I hate it when they say you're you're ugly. Why are you are? Mm-hmm. You know, but no, you you should be saying you are ugly. Anyway, um, so that's one of my pet peeves. Uh, I have others as well, but I mean that's the one that jumps out immediately in my head. So my biggest pet peeve, uh, I didn't even have to think about it. Is stupid people. Um, well, that's kind of mine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I try not to be like such a whole, like a heartless person or whatever. But Barry understands, 
having worked in public libraries, um, that I just don't have patience for people who do not pay attention. So I am a very detail-oriented person. I will give you more information than you need, generally speaking. So, you know, I leave it up to you to kind of diffuse it, figure out what you want to pay attention to and what you don't. But I don't appreciate when you come back to me and ask me about something that I've already given you the answer for. Because I'm like, I took the time. This is why Latoya could not be a teacher. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, if I took the time to give you an explanation or to walk you through something and you did not care enough to pay attention and you have to tell me, oh, can you tell me again? Or, or I'll give a better example. I work with someone who um, I try to be uh, as detailed as possible. I send them information before we go to a meeting or before we have to meet and they show up at the meeting and they would not have read any of the prep work. Okay. So I, no, get to I, don't know, I don't know why you have to attack me. I don't know why you have to. <laughs> you know if it was you, but <laughs> that kind of stuff like is the biggest pet peeve for me. Like you will turn me off in two seconds. Like my entire demeanor will change if I know I need to now to me dumb stuff down or make it, you know, summarize things that I took the time to compile for you that you chose not to read. That kind of stuff yeah. pisses me off. Well, see, all right, look, like the other day at school, look, I post the day ahead. I post the agenda. Mm-hmm. So it was in Google Classroom. Right. Uh, it's written on the board when they come in as well. Um, but then I always, during the lecture portion of the class, I always go over in detail what it is we're going to be working on, what I expect, what you should be doing. And then I let them start doing it, right? And so there's one day, and I, this, I, so for 20 minutes, we had been talking about this. And, uh, and then I went and was about to sit down, and uh, one of the students came up, and he said, so, uh, so what are we what's, what's supposed to be doing, Miss Reese? Yeah, mm-mm. oh. And oof. so my first year as a teacher, that would really set me off, right? But now I just looked at him and I just laughed. And I said, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and then I like break it down in like one sentence, you know. And um, because well, think- but I mean, I understand like you being a teacher, that makes sense. But like in my world where I'm working with other adults and in most cases, grown ass adults, and yeah. I have to and I would have to basically do what you're doing for students. I'm like, no, 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 we've graduated past that. And I sure as hell don't get paid enough to repeat you know, stuff that I've given you in writing. So, yeah, yes. stupid people piss, just piss me off. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, you couldn't be a teacher with that kind of no, Yeah, no, I couldn't. <laughs> Again, I do not have that kind of patience. Um, and like today, unfortunately, my mom was on the receiving end of it because I have to assist, assist her with a lot, just a lot of the like tech stuff or software stuff. And so the fact that she had reached out to me right when I woke up and I immediately had to come in the office and help. And then she was doing stuff that was driving me insane. And I mean, I apologized to her because I mean, I, there were points where I was just cutting her off and all that stuff. And I was like, look, mom. Here's the thing, especially if you're going to come at me in the morning, I said, for one, it's a weekend. I don't like to do any work on the weekend. I deal with work stuff throughout the week. Two, I just woke up, like literally just got out of the bed. So I'm like, think about it like someone who needs their cup of coffee before they engage with people. 
So I said, you know, I haven't had my cup of coffee. Again, I don't drink coffee generally, but I've not gotten, I've not acclimated to being awake and turning on my brain. So the, the fact that I need to jump into essentially technical work when I've just rolled out of the bed, not my happy place. And on top of that, I haven't, I have still haven't eaten anything. So I'm like, there's a lot of stuff working against you. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, you know, I, I think people, I'm like, it's best if I engage you once I've got kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I don't like to be bombarded at all. Right. It just, yeah. I, and so I'm like, I feel like stupid people also do that. It's like a blanket thing. Stupid people do stupid things. And that is stupid. You know, do not come and give me like a first world problem when I've wo just woken up. No one's brain just immediately turns on, or at least even if they do, I, it's like, let me, can I please have like five minutes, 10 minutes to just, you know, so, so tell us T'Challa, what is your biggest pet peeve? Me besides me, but yeah. Doing things exactly six times. <laughs> I refuse. No. Five or seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I'm more of a four or six person. You cannot make me. You cannot pay me, pay me all the money in the world to make me do something six times. <laughs> this feels, I mean, why is it so, this feels very specific. It is. So you but, have to tell us what it is that, yeah. like, the example <laughs> of this happening. Take the number six. Yeah, the number six. I despise it. Okay. But, I mean, surely something must have happened. I mean, no, you know, I just, nobody I just, just hates a number. number well, no, um, Gwen hates a number. I think her, I forgot what, I think hers is six as well. She hates six. Yeah, she doesn't do sixes. Terrible. But why would she, why would you hate a number? Six is terrible. I, I don't understand. Well, I, I no, I do understand. I, I don't like six, but I mean, well, I don't like or dislike any number. No, but some people, I no, I get it, T'Challa. I, I totally get you. I, I got it. But numbers are just like. It's not just numbers. No, no. There's numbers. feelings around numbers. Like I have to, just because of my OCD, I have to do things an even amount of times, or at least it has to be finished. So even when I'm playing something like Animal Crossing, if I'm stacking stuff up on the island, it has to be perfect like that except except for me it's a bit different yeah yeah no i do get your what multiple you mean but preferably Got preferably it. a multiple of five and there are exceptions like for instance 21 is also cool okay really yes i i understand it i'm okay with t'challa's pet peeve i get it i i just i just not do the that's that seems so I don't I don't get that at all. It's it's a thing. It is. I mean, I have feelings around numbers too. So so yeah. I mean, not to the extent that T'Challa does with the number 6. I don't mind. Well, I kind of think 11 is cool cuz I was born on 1111. 11. Yeah. I don't it's not like if 11 the, is just two ones, <laughs> Well, 6 is nothing but a 9 turned upside down. Oh my gosh. Do you dislike nine? Yes, I dislike nine. All right, so nine is like that lying bastard trying to hide the fact that it's a six. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Nine, but I dislike nine. Wow. That's really cool. I would not have I would not have guessed that you would be neurotic around that at all. But that's pretty cool. Learn something every day. 
So in addition to me being a pet peeve of yours, you just don't like number six. Yeah. That's weird. I'm sorry. Uh, I, don't How is it, I mean, again, I get it. So you're was, weird. You actually just say that? <laughs> Whatever. Look, look, I mean, first, I have little things like I, I can't stand stopping reading in the middle of a chapter. Right. Yeah, I have to it, reach either the least, end of it or when they have a little like the break. asterisks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, when there's a break, I have to stop there. I can't stop midway either. Yeah, I can do it, but I don't like it. It's no, just, I can't do it. <laughs> or I, it has to be the start of a new page in a new paragraph. I can stop yeah. there if I have to, but I can't just arbitrarily stop. So I have to reach one of those points before I can yeah. start. And when I'm writing, I, I have to at least finish the sentence. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't like it when people interrupt me and like I'm, I can't stop in the middle of the sentence. I at least will finish the sentence. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I don't like dislike the letter J or anything. <laughs> well, I'd hope not. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't care about letters. It's only numbers. Or specifically, specifically if I do something involving the numbers. If somebody else does something six times, I don't care. You're like, oh, it's just stupid people. But if you're doing it, <laughs> then... so, yeah. so if somebody's doing something multiple times, are you counting? No, I only count for myself. Okay, all right, all right. So okay. see, there's there's a element of for everyone else. Then I would care. <laughs> Why would I waste my time? <laughs> I love it. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, we could totally do a whole show just on pet peeves, just on things that pe- people do that piss us off. <laughs> Well, I mean, I did know that T'Challa has a lot of OCD things. Mm-hmm, he does. The, the number six thing, I'm not sure I would consider an OCD. I don't know what that is. He could be related to it. Yeah. It's a <laughs> control thing, maybe, possibly, you could argue. Um, but yeah, I think it's an OCD thing, too. I don't, like people, I don't like people who write the number eight as a circle on top of a circle. Oh, well, I do that. God, I hate that. Yeah, I like people who write the number eight is like a infinity sign turned sideways. Yeah, no, no. I, well, the reason why I do that for me, like I write in all caps in general, and I feel like, like to me, it's almost like the doing the eight the the regular way, traditional way is like a lowercase uh, element. It's weird. But then too, no I write. I know, I know. But I'm just saying for me, just like <laughs> when I write the number seven, I usually put the dash in it because that's the way I learned it when i was growing up i used to when i would write on the board if i was writing the number zero i would put a line through it yes yeah that blows the minds of my students wow is that how do they not it's like to distinguish it's not an o yeah that's what i tell them i said that's what well, you don't know it's not a... should be ovular and an o should be circular well, it, yes supposed to be but but yeah, I, I, I do have to do the dash with the seven and the dash. I will do a dash with the Z sometimes, mm-hmm. which is weird. But um, yeah, there's, hmm. no, my net broken. There's a, oh, so your neck broke? My net. Um, um, playing your damn game. And then I, <laughs> I have to, if you go inside, the, the um I, I want to catch a butterfly if it go, if you go inside you lose it but fortunately I can create a net on I have a, a, a crafting bench outside so I'm crafting one right now in front of the thing and gonna catch it because anyway sorry <laughs> I know it's super lame but 
Wow. I can't help that. It's a it's it's a um, butterfly that's going to be a lot of money. It's like a six thousand dollar butterfly. Heck yeah, I'm going to stop and create something to get it. Anyway. So um, so you to wrap up. T'Challa is unsure as to whether or not he's going to do the whole trick-or-treat thing. Um, you guys are going to be continuing to watch some sort of marathon of spooky stuff. Um, I haven't decided what I'm doing, but I do know that I'm not giving out candy and I'm turning off my light like that, you know, like boring, awful person in the neighborhood who doesn't want to yeah. take part in stuff. Um, and I've been invited to go over to my um sister's house but i actually do have some work i need to do and i don't know if i feel like going out again today i'm just i don't know it's i think again it is the winter months and uh my depression morphs even more than it does generally during the winter months so i don't know i haven't decided i do know i need to eat something so yeah, we had Dairy Queen for lunch. Well, I need to figure out. Well, and the thing is, is that, you know, now that I've I've not made myself a meal in so long, I don't even remember when, I'm just getting bored with the fact that, I mean, you know, I have DoorDash, I have HubSpot, uh, not HubSpot, sorry, Grubhub, uh, but the types of food that it has, I just feel like now I'm like, I've kind of done it all, you know, I don't know. Yeah. This coming from the person who could eat the same thing every day. Um, but <sighs> too many choices. All right. That's a weird way to end. T'Challa, do you remember your ending? <laughs> you remember your ending for every show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what different? How do you know? I remind you by the other one. You said you forgot. Shut up. <laughs> I know you didn't. You know you didn't. No, I didn't, but I knew you were supposed to. Yeah, but I didn't. Mm-mm. All right, so take us out. Bye. Oh. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Really? And there's this long pause before you just said bye. Wow. That's that's not cool. Yeah, that's not. You're cool. embarrassing your father, man. That's not cool. All right. Well, in uh, in honor of the Mandalorian, this is the way. I like that. See you guys next uh, Halloween. <laughs> okay. So so they have to wait a year for a show. <laughs> yeah. How many episodes are we into this season? Uh, this is episode one forty two. So this is episode twelve, or sorry, season twelve, episode ten. We got two more in this in the season. How many more? Two. Ah. Yeah, it's 12, 12 episode seasons, right? Okay, it feels like we just started this season. Oh, God, I feel like the season's gone on like forever. You may as well have told me it was season 13. You know, said the whole number thing. Well, fuck so. you. <laughs> Fine. Fuck you, too. It's like, how long have we been married? I don't know, 12 years, 13 years? God, it feels like 30. <laughs> and to all a good Halloween. No, fuck you all and to all a good fuck. <laughs>